You're listening to the Reaching Japan podcast. My name is James Miyashita. So glad that you're here today. In this podcast, we cover updates and news about what's currently happening in our lives and ministry. You can find us on the web at reachingjapan.com, facebook.com slash reachingjapan, and twitter.com slash reachingjapan. Now, if you haven't already, please leave us a review for this podcast so others can find it as well and join us on the journey of reaching Japan with the gospel. Thanks so much for tuning in. Here's what we're going to be talking about. It has been a crazy week for us here in Japan, not in a um, frantic kind of way, but just a lot of things being thrown at us and dealing with a lot of heavy decisions and figuring things out. Um, you know, we've been working through some stuff in the States. And then also um, our friend Yuji got saved on Sunday. I think I included that in our weekly update uh, that went out a few days ago. We were super excited to see that. I met him back in January. And, you know, we've been hanging out. We've been spending time together. Um, the first Sunday he actually came to church was the week before we all went down with COVID. Like the he came to church that Sunday. Monday, we all tested positive. Monday, Tuesday, we all tested positive. Um, but he came back to church this past Sunday as well. And it was really encouraging to see how God has been working in that. Um, you know, this past Sunday, he came to church as well. And um, at first, he, he told me on Friday, he's like, hey, I already have plans. So I'm not sure if I can make it. Then we ended up hanging out on Saturday. And then we we're sitting there and he's like, well, maybe I can make it. And so he came to church Sunday morning. And then later that day, he was like, hey, I'd like to talk to you uh, about something important. And so we ended up talking for about an hour on the phone. Um, and he said, you know, I've, I've been learning all this stuff. And, you know, I feel like I'm at the point where I don't want to just have a big head and just know all this stuff. I need to do something with it. Like, well, here's what you need to do. Believe. And uh, it's just been exciting to see how God has been working in his life. He's like, okay. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, it was crazy because, you know, during Golden Week, um, I had recorded a few videos and put them on our church YouTube channel. Um, super basic, nothing fancy at all. It's literally like a, it almost think like a webinar, <laughs> but like with preaching and so you know there's slides with you know your main points um, and then it just kind of switches back to me talking and going back and forth and he told me the other day he's like I was actually following along you know had my bible and watching this I'm like who does that <laughs> who does that and God has just been working in his heart working in his life and it was just encouraging to see that uh, because here in Japan, people say, you know, it's hard and all this stuff and you know, it takes years and all this. But literally, uh, we went from complete strangers to him saying, all right, I believe in a matter of four months. And I really believe that God is working here and 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 um, working in his heart and his life. He came to church for the first time on a Wednesday night last night. I picked him up, came to church. He's like, OK, I'll come and help him set stuff out and um I'm excited because God is still saving and um, we're we're going forward. Um, but, you know, when um, when it seems like there's a victory, it seems like the devil always fights back. And when he fights back, he doesn't fight fair. And we've been experiencing some of that, um, like I said, over this last week, um, just a lot of pressures. And even this the last couple of days, 
Um, so on Tuesday, our youngest son, Ezra, started getting a fever. And so Rosie took him to the hospital and the doctor there said, you know what? There's no way this is COVID. Um, he probably just picked up something from one of the other kids um, at a play place. Um, just he should be OK. Just keep an eye on him. Maybe you should just take him to the regular doctor tomorrow just to be sure. So we're like, OK, great. And so we took him to um, that was the ER because it was um, Tuesday night and Rosie was out with him late. Tuesday night. And then Wednesday, we took him to our regular doctor and basically said, they said, you know what, let's just test him for COVID just in case. Um, so they did and he tested positive, but that's not crazy because we just literally had it. Um, but there's been, there's seems to be some kind of glitch in the system where there's not a way for the doctor to report a positive without saying it's a new case. Um, so he reported to the health department and said, there's been a new case. Then the health, but he said, we're going to let the health department decide what to do. So, you know, worldwide, the first person, the, the shortest someone's ever gotten COVID back to back is like 20 days. And Ezra's 15 from when he first showed symptoms. Um, so we're like, OK, whatever. But then the health department calls us and says, well, you know, the doctor said it's a new case. So we're just going to treat it as a new case. So he needs to quarantine for 10 days. And then can you guys all like separate in your house? Because if you don't, then you need to quarantine for another seven days um, after his quarantine period. So they're asking us to quarantine for 17 more days. Um, so kind of in an act of civil disobedience, we are um, saying, no, basically, the doctor that said he had he was a new case was saying, you know, it's not that there's a possibility that this could be the case. Like, you know, you could buy a lottery ticket and you might win. That's kind of what he's betting on versus another doctor saying, no, this isn't COVID. So we've got two differing opinions. But because the way information is being communicated back and forth between the positive test and the health department, um, they're just saying you got to do all this stuff. And it's just been a lot of trying to figure out how to move forward. So um, just trying to handle all that as well. And you know, Rosie and I have just been feeling this weight, this pressure, this heaviness through all of this stuff. Um, so please do pray for us um, through this time. It feels like, you know, instead of fighting fair, the devil is just like trying to go at it more and more. And through all of this, we're trying to continue to have a spirit of thankfulness and say, no, we still God is still working and we still have food to eat, clothes on our back, a place to live. And we still have the word of God. God is still on the throne. But it's just been a it's hard to explain this this weight that has been on us. And I wanted to share that with you guys because it's just something that is very real right now. So please do be praying for us. Um, I believe last time I also shared about a place that we're looking at that maybe we could start. Um, I just want to share some of our ideas that we're having right now about the second location. We haven't heard back from our realtor yet. And our realtor is a very methodical, very um, steady man. And so we're not trying to push him too hard because um, he always does. He's just done a phenomenal job every time we've worked with him. So we're trying to be patient through this as well. But there's just so many students. So we're thinking about maybe renting it and using it as an event space to try to meet people first and then from there turn it into a church plant um, because there's just this general um, suspicion towards organized religion in Japan. Uh, back in the 90s, there was a, a cult called Omushinikyo, the Aum cult, A-U-M, 
Um, they just got removed from the United States terrorist watch organization, terrorist organization watch list. Um, but they released sarin gas in the subway. And just after that, especially, it seemed like there was a lot of skepticism towards organized religion. And so, um, you know, we're thinking about maybe trying to use this space as an event space to do English, to do um, other kinds of things. And because there's just college students flooding in front of it all the time, we think we could probably do stuff during the day as well as not not just during the night, but during the day as catch people between classes as well. Um, but please be praying with us. We really like to have this space. Um, so pray with us about this um, to see if the Lord would open that door up and allow us to start something there. Um, our second location that we started previously hasn't been doing well at all. Um, so we've been trying to make changes, and we think maybe this might be a good place to maybe shift gears to. So um, please be praying with us about that as well. So I know this is kind of a longer episode. There's just been a lot going on. Um, so thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening, and uh, we do appreciate your prayers. So that's a little bit of what's been going on here. Now, if you have any questions or comments about what we talked about today, I'd love to hear from you. I will do my best to answer those questions on this podcast. You can always reach me via email. My email address is james at reachingjapan.com. That's james at reachingjapan.com. We are honored to serve under the direction of Vision Baptist Church and Vision Baptist Missions in Alpharetta, Georgia. If you're looking for a way to take your next step in ministry or missions, please reach out to me. Thanks for tuning in today. We will see you next time.